Hi, I'm Kendrick. I'm Gus. I'm Hilda. And I'm Marcy. And we're the cast of Tales Yet Told. An actual play podcast dedicated to telling weird and fun stories full of imagination, thoughtful characterization, and inclusivity. You should go listen to our first season, Strangers in the Wood. Where we play Babes in the Wood, an over-the-garden-wall-inspired tabletop RPG by Adam Voss. It's fun. Spooky. And full of weird characters, like Dex the diner owner and Miss Jackson the parrot desk attendant. And with lovable player characters, like Dakota, Dorothy, and Walter the Weasel. Follow us on Twitter at Tales Yet Told for more details and look out for new episodes every Wednesday. So go out, eat well, sleep enough, <laughs> and love yourself like we love you. <laughs> Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter? At CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump onto the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where... Once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid. Stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you, nevertheless, just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. Earth, 1730. It is a land that is much like our own, but oh, so different. Instead of continental drifts separating Pangaea, the supercontinent, and a meteor taking out the dinosaurs, on this version of Earth, both events happened because of one another. A meteorite with magical properties struck the Earth, wiping out the dominant dinosaurs and rearranging the way we saw the world. Instead of slowly drifting outward, 70% of the known world instead formed a concentric circle of life around the All-Sea. The other 30%, the New World, as it's known, is separated by what is called the Great Divide, a large swath of impossible ocean. The grand civilizations of Earth over time became empires, and you know how empires go. If they can't conquer their neighbors, they start looking for what is new. They turn their eyes away from the All-Sea and towards the New World. A prophecy foretold of a princess that would be born with the ability to help cross the Great Divide. This limited this person to be born of only three monarchies that remained. Eucadia, France, and Espana. 
These three countries went to war with each other, employing the only ladies that could effortlessly traverse the all-sea. Pirates. Last time on Pirates of the All-Sea. Father Balder takes out his axe from his back, uh, and Guitar takes out his small rapier. <laughs> As your father turns back to you, he simply nods solemnly in the Scandinavian way and goes, take care of the clan. And he does a little running jump. He jumps off the tip of the longboat, axe first, into Moby Dick, and as they tussle, eventually Moby Dick resurfaces underneath the water, and Freya, unfortunately, that's the last time you've seen Balder. As your boat crashes into the rocks, there are bits and pieces of your mother and father fighting to stay afloat as the torrential water begins pulling them down. And eventually you are pulled as well, until underwater you see those familiar neon lights come closer and closer to your view in the murky water, until you make out these beastly figures. But not so beastly as they took pity on a young Athena, and they blessed you, allowed you to become like them, turn you into a siren as... This is probably like the last memory you have of your human form, your human life. I was just told that I'm engaged to be married. Oh. To a man who is supposed to be a general someday, and I'm to be his pretty plaything. His pretty little dancer who just spins in a little mirror so people can look at how lovely she is. I am sorry. Sean, I will not be put in a place to decide between who I am and what I want. I pull out some titty bacon and offer it to her. No, thank you, Sean. I must be going now back to my job. Don't, don't leave. I have some tea. You haven't even touched the tea and... She cuts you off with a very passionate kiss, which all the fucking Eucadians are sneering at in this... <laughs> <laughs> this foe, oh, each yeah. of a I, tea house. <laughs> I, I kiss her, like, so deeply and strong, like, as strong as Sean can kiss, she kisses that strongly. She's kind of a weak <laughs> person, but... <laughs> this entire flashback that's like a Disney pre-movie <laughs> short, where it's a it's a 14-minute silent film about this parrot landing on this ship and Morlin taking care of it because it had a broken oh. wing. And it was, like, the first time Morlin had truly taken care of something. And it, like, helps her, like, unlock those feelings for both Cecily and Sal together because she was a very selfish lover and a very selfish person in the throuple. And it was this brilliant moment where they all came together. And it's better than the actual movie you watch because you're watching Cars 7. Oh. And... <laughs> taters taters revenge and you make out what is violent thunder 
in the distance from this cloud coverage. And then uh, on the other side of the horizon from you, it seems as if that cloud coverage parts for a quick instant as an interminable volley of cannon fire strikes Hera's valor. Oh no! Sinking it in one. What? As through the cloud wall, the crown ship of the Eucadian Armada, the Titan rails its way through. Oh, you hear a lot of stories about the sailors and their sport, about how every sailor has a girl in every port. But if you add it two and two, you figure out right quick, it's just because the girls all have a lad on every ship. And it's twiddly-i-dee-i-dee-i, twiddly-i-dee-a. It's oftentimes a man will leave you broken with dismay. And it's twiddly-i-dee-i-dee-i, twiddly-i-dee-a. There's other things to twiddle when the men have sailed away. Yar Variables here, there be podcast. Welcome to our playtest of Thirsty Sword Lesbians by April Kit Walsh and Evil Hat Productions. I am your GM. I may have said narrator multiple episodes, but it's actually GM. We play a lot of systems at the same time. Don't fucking at me. I am your GM or game master, Dennis Veray. With me, I have some pirates and their lesbians. Hello, I'm Kay Cloud, and I'll be playing Freya Kierkengard. Hey, I'm Marcus, and I play Jessica the Beast. I'm V, and I play Cecily the Cold Drake. And I'm Kate, and I play Sean of House Lumley. We start this episode in the opposite of Media Res. It's just a flashback. <laughs> We're up in the Norse Isles many years ago, watching a muddy and bloody Balder Kierkengard <sighs> taking down his last opponent, attempting to take control of the Norse tribes, his... Axes at his side, breathing heavily, the sheen glistening off his body, and frayed hair. We go over to the sidelines, where we see Guitar and a very young Freya Kierkengaard. Uh, you're around six at this age, Freya. Would you be watching your father partake in these fights, or like, what are you doing on the sidelines? Well, what I'm doing is I'm sharpening his backup weapons. So when his weapons that he's using become dull from repeated stabbing and maiming, he can just come over to his dear little daughter and get a freshly sharpened weapon. That's what I'm doing. As you're sharpening your weapon, Guitar looks over to you, never truly understanding his brother or now his niece who he thought he would get along well with. Your father is going to go very far when it comes to running the Norse tribes. And I hope one day that you will be able to lead our people, Freya. I'm gonna kind of look up. <laughs> I, d I don't cease from my task. Of course. I'm sharpening, I'm sharpening. I look up, I go, we don't have time for that, uncle. <laughs> and then I go back to sharpening my weapon. You go back to sharpening your weapon as there's like a smash cut. We're floating along the water of one of the Greco islands many, many years later. As we come up these beautiful blue waters onto a white sand beach, we see a disheveled balder. And it, like he comes up into frame, and like the same way he comes up into frame is that fucking Lucifer painting. You know the one, the fucking one where he's looking up over his arm, and he's kind of teary-eyed. He's got that bad boy look about mm -hmm. 
and as he as he pulls up over his arm, we see on the ocean a Eucadian naval freighter kind of not too far away from this island. They bring Balder upon board. This is obviously some months since the time of the whaling attack that Balder's been stranded on another island far away from where Freya and Guitar were. We see two familiar Eucadian doofus guards of Bim and Chud. Good old Bim and Chud. What a callback. Solid. (laughs) Coming up to their ancient, ancient general, being like, the old bloke says he doesn't remember anything. That he was underwater a lot of time, and now he comes up that he has no memory of what's going on. It's a likely story, but take him back to the queen, see what she wants to do. We pan over as we are now in Eucadia, in the royal palace upon the training guards, where the naval guards are trained to be soldiers. We watch as Balder is decimating these scarecrow-like guard structures as he is spinning around with his blade like a whirling dervish every move. His muscles remember but his mind may not, from the battles he has won. And what we can't see is this memory that's plaguing Balder. All of these scarecrow-like structures that he's fighting against look like this short, stocky, blonde girl that has been nipping at the edges of his memory for so long. And the anger is driven not for her, but not remembering this person. And an overhang above this arena, we see Queen Alana Bathian watching. To which she finds a little tug at her her baby blue Cinderella dress as a little hand is reaching upon it. We look down, and for the first time, we see Cece Bathian. Who, who's that, Mama? This Queen Bathian looks down and goes, I think. This will be the person who will be able to win us this war, Cece. You have nothing to worry about. Go and play. But Mama, I really want to tell you about my meeting with the other princesses. As Queen Bathian finally breaks from watching Balder, she kind of bends down a little bit. Alright, go ahead, Cece. Well, I, I, um, I really liked, uh, Eve. Eve was very nice to me. She was very fun and I really like her hair. Um, but the other one, the other one was kind of mean. She didn't, she didn't talk to me a lot, and she had a really mean face a lot of the time. Well, we are in the middle of a war, Jessie. so that could constitute as to what that is. We cut about a year and a half later. Hera's Vindication is one of the sole ships standing in this vicious storm, right on the cusp of the eye of it. We have just watched Hera's Valor be decimated by the Eucadian naval ship, the Titan. As the Titan emerges through this low mist that is hanging over the All-Sea, we see at the masthead screaming over it, Prepare your might for that of General Kirkengard! And we head back to deck. (laughs) How you ladies doing? I think everyone's, like, frantically looking around, and we should raise the white flag to buy some time. I do not think that we are equipped <laughs> to fight today. 
I, did I hear this? Yeah, it's like over the sea. He's yelling it, so like okay. you gonna, kind of hear it. I'm gonna choke on my parlay corn dog. <gasps> I'm gonna choke on Eve, it. Eve like pops up like, sweetie, are you okay? <laughs> you never choke. <laughs> Just, I'm going to give her the Heimlich, yeah, I guess. I mean, as yes. Eve like gets behind her, <laughs> says giving her the Heimlich. <laughs> I'm gonna feel a chunk of corn dog leave my esophagus, and as it leaves my esophagus, I'm gonna go. Dad! Oh. <coughs> wait, wait. I don't know if I heard that right, everybody. No, it no. sounded like your father's mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kirken Kirkengard? Kirken Gods. Yes. I'm gonna climb up to the crow's nest and yell, You'll never take us alive. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, Jessica. Raise the white flag while you're up there. <laughs> I Sal pops in to a lot of you as everything's like frantically going on this ship as like people were dealing with the storm that are now art there are still like skeleton crew members left over from Moreland's pirates that are on the ship you guys still haven't seen Moreland, Valencia and Ivy oh and Becky with the good oh hair Becky. and uh, Sal's able to break through to a couple of you to be like it, it might not be in our best interest to raise the white flag. I know a lot about the Titan. It will take some time for them to reload all of those cannons. Okay, so we should run. We've got like half an hour. That's, oh, that's so much better time than I thought we would have. <laughs> Incredible. Then let's, then let's run, and we've got half an hour to figure out what to do, right? We need to gain speed. I'll get out and push. She turns around with all of you so you can see, like, what's behind you, which would be south. Guys, remember that you are on, like, the curtain on the eye of the storm. So running away currently is back into the storm that was able to sink another Hera's vessel wholesale. Okay, so we have half an hour to sit here like ducks and hope that by the end of that half an hour we have resolved something so we don't die. Is that is that the gist I'm getting? Everyone? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I you know, I'm just saying I he taught me everything I know, so I know that we should fuck around with this one. Right. Did you want to talk to him? Did you <laughs> Yeah. Like is this a family reunion situation Shh. or uh, do we like It has to be. I didn't I I didn't want to get into this today. Today. It has been a very long day. <laughs> Eve pipes up. Yeah, I, I didn't want to unpack. There's, there's a lot that he doesn't know. I gotta catch him up on a lot of things. So, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little wild that he's a Eucadian general. Ooh, uh, roll plus wit for me, Kate. That is a nine. Okay, you're able to. After you say this, you kind of look around. And you notice that, like, there's this huge hustle and bustle going about, and there's one member of your party who's, like, weirdly silent about everything, who you have an intense emotional connection to. Cameron, do you- have you ever interacted with General Kierkegaard? She's, like, avoiding everyone's gaze as she speaks bluntly. Yes, I have been, uh, I had at least known of him. I mean, he was raising through the ranks. As a prominent general in the navy, I had no, I had not known of Freya at this time, so I guess it just uh, did not click. Mm. Do you, 
think there's any reasoning with him. I will say that. What I've known of General Kirkengard is that he has lost a lot of his memory before he was inducted into the Yukedin Navy. So it has also been a few years. I, I was just gonna say it's also it, it's it's been a few years mm. since I've seen him. And the la- the last time I saw him, we got attacked by whales, and and then I ate everybody that he ever knew. Right, right. So it's just it's been a while, and there's a lot to cover. Sure. Could could we maybe try to parlay with them? You know, we did a little parlay here. We could parlay with them. No. Okay. Getting, Hardly I'm getting, I'm getting squints from everyone. Uh, okay, like just really like Sal's squinting at you. I can't like see Eve's anyone's at you. eyes. Uh, I know they're technically open, but nope, they look very closed. Mm. I think that's a good idea. I, I mean, <laughs> a father never forgets his daughter. Listen, if we want to parlay and speak, I think I have a way to keep. The uh, princesses and the non-princess um, safe. Um, looking at Valencia before she spits at me. If we decide that we want to parlay, or if we want to run, I have two options. I can uh, hide something in the behind the uh, veil of shadows, and can maybe make us all invisible and. Uh, unable to be touched during that time. Oh. So if we want to run, we can. If we want to hide these people and they come aboard and search the ship, they will not find them. And we could lie and say that we dropped them off somewhere else. I honestly like that because it's it's very difficult to run. Yes. This is not a great running situation, but it is an option. That that sounds that sounds good. I mean, Freya, I feel like it's kind of your call. Yes, this, yeah. is, this is for yes. you. Yes, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I feel like we have to make contact with him. Because if I know one thing about my father, is that he's bloodthirsty. Mm. And he will destroy us all. Okay. Mm. If he knows I'm on the ship, there's a, there's a small chance that we'll survive. I just don't know how he's going to react to me. But I think that I have to finally, finally see him again. From, I mean, from what you have, have said... It sounds like he was a remarkable, or is a remarkable person in his own right, but you should know that you are a remarkable person, and that if anyone can be more remarkable than this hoity-toity captain, it's Freya fucking Kierkegaard. Yeah, sure, when you put it like that. As Sean says this, you feel the entire weight of Eve as she wraps around your arm, Freya. (laughs) I'm I'm just gonna just lay my little head down. Just taking the compliment. <laughs> All right, ladies, if I may step in, Sal comes forward. It seems that we cannot run from the situation. As captain of this vessel, I suggest that we run full forward towards the Titan while it's taking its time to reload. Mm. If we are not immediately up upon the Titan, it has every right within the next half of hour to fire upon us, sinking the ship with everyone on it. I know it may be a hasty action, but I felt like some of us might appreciate that. As, like, a sail whips out of the way and gets reattached, revealing Moreland, oh, Valencia, Becky, and Ivy. Thank God. <laughs> Honestly, I do appreciate that move. Thank you, everyone, for checking to see if we're still alive. Uh, we did not have the time to reboard my vessel before it was struck down violently. 
for the time being, I don't know if we would. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind if you guys would think of us as maybe (laughs) co-captains as she comes up to Sal. And Sal looks at you, Cecily. (laughs) The fact that I forgot about Martin is really distracting me right now. I think that there is uh, no other option than to work in tandem right now. Then, Moreland peeks back up, along with Captain Sal's plan to attack the Titan head-on. I would very much appreciate if we tried to save some of my other stranded sailors uh, that were either just blown up in the Valor or recently sank by the shore in the Ivy, as it might bolster our numbers. I do have a ship back in Volcana Pena, so... Not all is lost. Not all is lost. That she, like, there's a long stare after not all is lost. (laughs) I know what they said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get moving then. Let's flip this bitch around. (laughs) Make a Yui. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to make a Yui, you guys are head on. Oh no, we're gonna make a Yui and then another Yui. There's no coming about. You guys do some donuts in the sea. We're gonna do some some quick donuts and then... (laughs) You do some donuts to allow the titan breath out of the storm and into the eye as you guys are in the only peaceful part of the All-Sea right now. As you guys are getting ready, let's... I I feel bad for doing this. Maybe we should split the party some to figure, like, who's boarding the Titan or, like, dealing with the Titan and who's saving Moreland's pirates. I mean, I'm... Captain of Titan Titan crew. It's coming with me. I can... If we are fight parlaying, I can do more damage back on our boat. But I also think it is still smart to hide people, so I might be staying on the vindication. As in, you're helping to negotiate or negotiate fight? I mean, I can uh, hide people and then also like rain down some lightning, perhaps. Um, <laughs> I just meant where are the other people going? So, oh. so other pe- so people are leaving our ship? No, we're trying to get people to. We're trying to save people on our ship. Or, like, get people from the water onto our ship. I should probably do that. I'll probably be better in the water. I want to fight. I didn't didn't want to force you you on that one. This one was kind of a... It was a leading question on that one. (laughs) That the siren would do the water stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. The best one. Sean is going to look at Cameron and and see what she's doing. Uh, She catches your eye as people are scrambling about the vindication. It is going to be a bloody battle. I do not see much palais happening. We are criminals to the Eukadians, and you watched how they were able to completely shoot down the valor in a moment of just a moment. So I am going to fight to protect. As she like kind of stands in front of Eve. And then, like, Eve kind of, like, backs away from Cameron closer to Freya. Uh, I'm gonna walk over and stand, like, in front, like, next to, but slightly in front of Cameron. And I'm gonna say, well, then I, uh, I think I'll fight as well. As, like, Cameron, like, hears that in her ear, but, like, looks across back to Eve to be like, what are you doing? Eve responds back, it has been... 
a long time coming. We have been aboard this ship for quite some time, and I am of age, Cameron, and I don't think I need protecting anymore. I... And, like, tears do start streaming down her face. I officially relieve you of your duty of me. Oh, fuck. You do not have to protect me anymore. As she pulls out Freya's titty dagger. Not from Freya's titty. Oh. She, she just has the titty dagger on her. <laughs> she'll, she'll do the other titty dagger some other time. Your girl. Yes. Your girl relieved you of, of your duties because she has my titty dagger. <laughs> your girl doesn't need you because <laughs> she's my girl now. Okay, I'm done. Your, your girl <laughs> needs titty dagger merch is what your girl needs. <laughs> Damn, that would be a sick Right? <laughs> Just like a dagger right in the sternum. Yep, yep. print on yeah. some titties. Could do yeah. some little shit. Should have, like, printed on titties. Yeah. Titty dagger. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The little titties and then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Add us if you want titty dagger <laughs> shirts. That could be our first shirt. As Cameron nods quickly, turns about face, and then, like, heads to, like, stern side along the railing and, like, says nothing. Kind of brushes directly past you, Sean. Sean's gonna follow her. You follow her, and you notice how she has already taken on her, like, aspect of Zulu. She's got, like, her cat eyes narrowed. You can see she's, like, digging her nails into the banister of the railing of the ship, and it's, like, starting to splinter underneath her strength as she has her eyes, like, transfixed on the Titan. I don't know if I can say anything to make you feel better in this moment, Cameron. But just know I'm here for you if it seems like maybe you need to punch some things first. But I'm here for you if you need anything. A long time ago, we had a conversation about my duty. Yes. I am Zulu. My duty means everything. I wish to respect Eve, but what am I without her? You're Cameron. You're a beautiful, strong person who can take on anything. I wish to believe that. But if I have no one to protect... And she looks across the ship to Ivy, the other Zulu woman that works for Moreland's crew. Without Eve, I am Mzangu. What is- and then she like... It's got like a bitter ring around her mouth as she says yeah. it. Do you... Who... How, how do you choose your charge? Or do you choose your charge? Or is it... Assigned. It is assigned from the highest power. My duty, my duty is until death. I should be with her at every waking moment. I think there are ways in which you can protect her without being with her every waking moment, don't you? Don't you think that what might be best for her is to follow this love? She is being protected. Uh, roll, well, actually, roll plus heart for me, Sean. Oof, yeah. She sneers, she sneers at you, and like curtly goes, Honestly, Sean, what would you know of duty? I, I know what you think of me. I know that I, I know what I am. I know I run away from things. I know that my duty has often been more to myself than to others. I know that. I know that I'm not always the person you want me to be. But I would like to try to be that person. 
If you would let me, I would like to try to be as dedicated to you as you are to your own duty. Because I love you very much, and it makes me sad to see you not recognize your own goodness, and your own ability, and your own duty to yourself. So, I don't mind if you are mad at me. I mean, I would prefer you not be, but I'm not here to make you not mad at me. I'm here to try to make you feel better. And if I'm not doing that, I will work to do that. And if you're going on that boat to fight, I'll go on that boat to fight. If you're protecting Eve, I'll protect Eve. That's my vow to you. You told me that instead of running away from a problem, I should stay and fight for a solution. And so I'm going to do that. And I'm going to help you stay and fight for a solution with Eve as well. Okay? She keeps me as Cameron looks back to you and nods, Sean, you feel everything you've learned traditionally from the Eucadians fall at the wayside. Your convictions are what make you, you. And if you were a true Eucadian, this moment never could have happened. Mechanically, you have been stripped of the Seeker playbook. And I will now give you the devoted playbook, Ooh. as you are now devoted completely to Cameron. Hello! Hello, hi. Yes. <laughs> as this beautiful moment of you two staring into each other's eyes is quickly broken mm-hmm. by a blunderbuss shot. <laughs> as you see Moreland not but a few feet away from you, she's still got... Uh, Valencia in her cuffs by one hand. She's fired the blunderbuss with another. Ooh, wonderful. It seems like we have a wedding at hand during this battle. Oh! I am co-captain of this <laughs> vessel, so I so you can- would be easily able to wed the two of you. Uh, Sean, Sean looks at, at, at Cameron. Gee, it seems possibly a little soon. <laughs> And we don't really know this woman, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> she cuts you off while you're rambling, pulls you into a deep kiss, and while the vindication has been a hustle and bustle, it seems like everyone stops to enjoy in this moment of both of you, as everyone is cheering for a good kiss this time, and not a bad not kiss. Not a bad kiss. We both feel good at this kiss. <laughs> I hope. (laughs) As Cameron takes her staff and bangs it against the hull of Hera's vindication twice, and everyone silences. Let this be a wedding as well. We're getting married! Yes! I could have never predicted this for this episode. Me neither! I didn't know this would be a wedding episode. Me neither! Bits and pieces as we are getting closer and closer to engaging with the Titan. We'll actually follow along with Jessica as you are on your mission to help some of Moreland's crew make it back to the Vindication. Uh, you have two possible destinations to go to. You can head to the further destination, which would be the Ivy, which kind of like sunk in the middle of this battlefield due to the storm. And then you have the Valor, which is not like like half a league from you guys it did not pull away very far before it was shot down is it just me uh you've got like a couple of people in rowboats no one else is a siren on your squad so like there's a couple of able-bodied sailors like rolling along next to you as you like fucking butterfly swim in and out of the all sea 
So Moreland had a like fleet of three ships, and so th- these are the two of those. Are they t- they're like the same size or? Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll go to the one that was sunk the most recently. I think that's yeah. where I have the best chance. You head to the Valor, and I am going to have you. How are you? I guess I have to ask. How are you saving these people so we can defy da- disaster roll? I I'll just dive as deep as I can and then just grab them and pull them up and stack them on the rowboats. Okay, that's relatively graceful. So I'll say roll plus grace for me. Plus zero. Cool. Three. That was those three is what you said. Yes. Okay. Uh, with a with a three. We'll say your your efforts are fine. You're saving people. You're able to pull some of Moreland's pirates out of the sea. They're a little bit terrified, but they're able to stack upon the like still sinking Hera's valor. But over the all sea, you hear screaming from where Hera's ivy was, the further ship. And as you look over. You can see, like, a few people still trying to tread water from the storm. And then you see a few less people. And a few less people. And then you're able to track one single person. And you watch as they're, like, floating aboard driftwood. And then sucked under into the all-sea. I think, at this point, I look down at my hands and realize I didn't change into my monster form. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't think about that. So... I think for a second I'm like, I need the boost of speed. I need to be able to swim as fast as I can. And I can do it. I'm not going to transform. I'm going to stay as Jessica. And I'm going to swim as fast as I can. And dive deep. And try to make it there. After you're stacking, the able-bodied sailors that came with you are like, Oh, we got it. We can we can help these people from the Valor over to the Vindication. So you've done a good enough job there. You swim to the wreckage of the Ivy. And you see that, like, no longer is anyone afloat, as it is just this barren bit of planks of wood everywhere. As you dive down into the darkness of the All Sea, you look upon the carnage of bodies are floating without breath within them. And in the middle of all this chaos, you see a fully transform siren version of artemis this is so stupid uh i want to... okay i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna i'm gonna go and grab artemis's hand and see what she's thinking are you using the move where you touch someone you get to immediately ask yeah, one question I, I might, yeah i guess i might as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what i thought you were doing so you get one free question out to figure out a person okay I'm going to... I don't know. I know what I want to do. How can I get you to save these people? Oof. Um, give me a second. I gotta think of some lore bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta decide how siren powers work, I guess, for a second. Because they're dead. I've already decided, like, the people in the ivy have drowned. I'm gonna try it. Even if it... If that's what we can do, we're gonna... I'm gonna... We could bite all these people and turn them into sirens. At least we can try. Okay, no, yes, yes, yes. You both working together. There's there's something in you that I don't want to get into right now this episode. That if you combine your powers, your siren powers with Artemis, may be able to save these people. So you hold hands with her. You both are just kind of floating there. 
and it's like a silent ballet as you both spin around. And I'll have you roll plus spirit for me. I got five, but I have a string on all siren girls. That's true. So there's got to be some way that I can use that. Is there anything in the rules that say you can't use multiple strings? You can't use multiple strings. It goes up to a plus three. I don't have any other applicable strings. You don't have any on Artemis? No, if you just if you just use a string, it's plus three. Oh, sick. Okay, yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah, so that brings you to an eight now. Perfect. Uh, mixed success, so or mixed beat in the system. Well, I'm turning them all into monsters, uh, even best case scenario. So yeah, fuck. I think that is the way to go. As you watch, as these people whose lungs are now filled with water enjoy it that way, as you both sing a wilting melody over or like through the all sea, and all these people get scaly and monstery as they all turn into sirens. Am I just like Davy Jones? <laughs> <laughs> There's something you you feel in this moment that it is not a thing that Artemis is doing. Like, she's helping, but there's something within you, Jessica, that's making this happen. Would it be possible that even after all of that, I look down and I still have, like, my human-like skin? Like, yes. I'm still not- You haven't changed at all. And in fact, like, Artemis has gone down to her little girl form as well. And as, like, the newly crowned sirens- of the former ivy are like swimming around getting used to their bodies uh, artemis like calls over the ocean quietly to you i'm so sorry i just didn't know what to do i thought you would thought after all this time you would come with me i never know what to do i just for as long as i can remember i just keep swimming but you could come with me <laughs> she's fucking she's crying underwater you watch as, like, she's got a different viscosity to her tears than the water. So they, like, oil out and, like, rise above her. So you can, like, clearly see them. They have, like, this faint neon glow around them, reminiscent of the lights you saw before your ship sank as a child. After all I've done, how can you forgive me? Oh, I mean, it's been, like, it's been, like, hundreds of years now, honestly. Right? Like... Yeah. What's the difference, really? And I want to pull her in for, like, a hug. Yeah. And bring her face close to mine. Yeah. As she nuzzles into your neck, the uh, oil-like tears are still floating up through the water, but you hear laughter in your ear as she starts giggling. <laughs> yeah. You're right. What does it matter? It's been so long. Meanwhile, there's, like, full-grown men they're turning half fish just dancing around <laughs> us in like a ritual <laughs> as you both float to the surface the rest of the sirens follow you as they crest above water they feel your serene energy as you guys are like in this pool of all sea and mixed with Artemis's tears so there's like a light lavender color to the sea now they come up and they move out of their siren forms as they're just like, okay, I guess we'll swim back to the vindication then. Is that like, <laughs> well, we're going <laughs> to, we have an army. Uh, but I'm going to just like bring Artemis close and just say, I think, I think my parents are gone now, but it's okay. Come on. I, I want you to really meet my friends. I would love that. 
then all of us like immediately is just like swim so free like 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 dolphins like all the water is splashing in all directions and it's like speeding toward the ship cecily you are looking over <laughs> the path of the medication <laughs> And you watch from the wreckage of the ivy as there seems to be like you're like are the fucking whales <laughs> breaching? Why are there so there's so much commotion in the ocean? <laughs> I feel like Jessica is is equal parts wholesome and total chaos, and Artemis is as well, but in a totally different way. So yeah. we'll try and head back to the ship. As there is, you just feel. Tension. You know how sometimes when you're close to a person, you can feel when they're around. Yeah, you kind of feel that like static electricity through the air. As yeah, as you're still watching what's going on in the all sea, Cecily. I guess while everyone is actually helping people, <laughs> I'll go find um, Eve, which I assume is near Freya, and ask her. Yeah. Do you? I'm sorry. Do you ignore the like? feeling you had of someone oh, near you no you, i just do you want to like go for this yeah i guess i'll turn around and like look at moreland who i presume is standing right behind me <laughs> yeah you see moreland <laughs> behind you oh were you were you going somewhere it seemed like you had other plans inside. Uh, no actually i wanted you uh part of this plan if you would follow me um and i grab her wrist and i take her down to where eve is <laughs> and i say to eve eve I think it is still prudent for you to be hidden in the Vale of Shadows and Moreland. Um, I would. I know it is not in your nature to hide, but I presume the Ar- the Eucadians know that you are. Uh, you helped Valencia in their mission, and it might behoove us to hide you and Valencia in the shadows as well. <laughs> Do you have any conditions marked, V? I don't, because you cleared them all for me. Oh, you're lucky. Uh, you're gonna take Frightened. Fuck. As these two women come back at you, Eve points the titty knife at you like, I had an entire thing this episode about my independence and how I can defend myself, and now you're gonna fucking put- you're gonna fridge me in the fucking ether? I can defend myself, that was my entire arc, and Moreland's like, and why the fuck would I- do that for you. The Eucadians don't know I did this job. I'm not a bad pirate unlike the rest of fucking you, who the Eucadians immediately saw that you stole a princess. I was able to, you know, hide a murderer for a year. (laughs) We did not steal Eve. She boarded our ship and is a stowaway. Okay, okay. Oh, yes, that is making you look so much better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Our image is very damaged right now. Okay, um... <laughs> well, there goes my best plan. <laughs> That's your problem, Cecily. The plan. What? We are in the middle of unmitigated chaos. As you look around, like, you are in a, th- a literal thunderdome. As, like, the sky seems to be collapsing around all of you with this storm. The Titan is not but half a league away. You are getting boarded by a new siren army. Shit flew off port side, Cecily. So what if I want to have a plan in my life? There, I am not one to be impulsive. We all know that was you. So I'm just trying to make sense of this chaos and trying to have some self-preservation if you know what that is. So, so, so be angry at me. 
for wanting to keep the people that I care about safe. And that includes you, to be clear. So, god damn it. Fine, fine. I won't hide anyone. I'll just, you know, go and look at some ghosts and be sad for a little bit because that's all I do, apparently. Mm. <laughs> and I start walking away. As you go to walk away, you heard, like, this muffled laughter amongst some of the skeleton crew that was aboard at the mention of Moreland being impulsive and, like, not knowing how to take care of people. As where where do you head at this moment? Probably up to like where the um, wheel is, whatever the turning thing. I don't know. Oh god, I'm a bad pirate. Um, <laughs> the helm. The... Yeah, the helm of the ship. You head to the helm. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, where you would hopefully try to find some solace in Sal. <laughs> She's too busy doing something else right now, so the the wheel is unmanned. Cool, I'll pick it up because that's my job. As you, yeah, you head to the wheel and position yourself better to take on the Titan, which is steadfast approaching. And uh, you end up getting met with someone you were not prepared for, as it is Ivy, one of Moreland's captains. She comes up to you in her like disaffected Zulu accent. You, you ought to forgive her, girl. I have never. And Ivy is someone who you served with, like, on the old Moreland ship, like, back when Sal had the Ivy. So, like, this is a person you know, have had time with. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Ivy, but, like, I know them. She's changed. I have never met someone so kind and so willing to protect the ladies of her ship. You know, after the mutiny. And she does stiffen up a little bit at this. <laughs> We sat in open water for days, waiting on a call from our captain that did not come. She locked herself up in what did, used to be Ural's captain's quarters, and cried and cried and cried. She is not the young, impetuous woman you once knew. And if I think you took a moment just not berating her, you'd find that she is just trying to show you that she is not. As you do remember, like, Moreland came up to you a few seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. Moreland did do that. Mm. And you, you don't know why she did. Oh, bananas. I don't doubt that Moreland is kind and has changed. It is... I spent years ignoring my feelings and the need to reach out. And that's severely affected both of us. And it I understand that I am in the wrong. And truly I've stepped in some shit. It is just a... <laughs> you know when you have a lot of passion and then all of that passion is misdirected <laughs> because you can't start making out on the middle of a ship? Yeah, that's <clears throat> I like grip the wheel tighter than it looks like I'm gonna break it. <laughs> Staring into the middle distance. <laughs> Thank you, Ivy, for your words. I think I need to calm down a little bit before I reapproach Moreland. But I appreciate the insight you've given. She like she goes to nod, but then like when her head goes down, it stays down as she's like obviously trying to move out of the eye line of something. 
And she's like, oh, yeah, sure, fine. And she, like, walks away really fast, and you don't know why. And then you hear, like, a hustle and bustle coming up the stairs of the helm to the wheel. As, like, you see Morlin coming straight at you, and, like, Sal trying to hold her back. Yes. <laughs> Let this happen. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, okay? She's, like, openly weeping. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Not not for what I did, but the fact that I didn't come to you. I took away your agency, and I cannot give that back. But I've spent the better part of this last year and a half showing what I could do, what we could have done. And honestly, honestly, it would have been fine until you chuckle fucks showed up. But you want to know what? Regardless of all of it, I still love you, chuckle fucks. This is... I... All I wanted to hear was that you were sorry, and that you acknowledged you didn't bring me into the choice of mutiny. You didn't consult me. You acted on my behalf, but not knowing my feelings. And I'm sure you know my feelings now, as I, like, move towards her, and I, like, sweep her into, like, a kiss. And I, like, dip her down. Yes. <laughs> you dip Morlin down into a kiss as you kiss during a dangerous situation. Take a plus one forward as we continue on. <laughs> I like gently put Morlin back up. Like my hands are still on her shoulders. I'm so sorry that I have been abrasive and rude. It has been hard to consolidate the idea of you in the past and the person you've become and you truly are a great captain you care for your generals and your crew very much and i see that and i know that you did not be you did not mean mean to be brought into <laughs> this princess plot but we are in this together now no and maybe we should act as one I know that there is a lot I still have to make amends for, and unfortunately it is true that in our time apart you have grown too cold, Cecily Drake. But my moon, she takes her hand and graces your cheek. We have the perfect way to warm you up. It's like Sal pops out. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna get the sun and the world in this uh, <laughs> trio right here. All three together once again. <laughs> Sal comes in brings you into a hug as there is a sudden like stop to the ship <laughs> as you guys <laughs> turn around there's the fucking titan you know, like five minutes that i wasn't paying attention to steering the ship <laughs> as you look upon the ship there's like it's utter chaos again as like the ship starts getting boarded by, like, Eucadian sailors, and some people are fighting that, some people are dealing with the rigging, another small sect of people are putting on a wedding still. It's <laughs> 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 like... I... <laughs> the prop master is, like, still working on this. So, like, we're right next to the boat? Yeah, you guys are, like, in it now. Like, you are... You have both docked into each other. People are swinging over onto both sides. As I'd like to, uh, for the end of this, Freya, you see what is now your father's vessel docked alongside Hera's Vindication. What would you like to do? Well, I'm assuming that dad is, like, front 
He's like at the the tip top. He's like in the rigging along one of the mass systems. Like the ship is huge. It's much bigger than the Vindication. It's kind of towering over and dwarfing your ship. But you're able to like look up and like in the sun you see like the outline of your father as he's like giving commands down to sailors which are boarding your ship. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna go. Hey, Dad. (laughs) Cut to black. (laughs) End of episode. (laughs) Want a corn dog? And that's where we'll end our show for tonight. Go to sleep, variable. No, um. (laughs) I was okay with that. (laughs) I mean, it's a pretty good idea. I am going to, because you say that it's taller, I'm assuming he's up higher than me. Yes. I am going to jump onto the piece of wood. I'm just gonna start uh, wood climbing and uh, making my way up to my father. Alright. I'm gonna be like, I'm coming! Hold hold on, I can't hear you! I'm gonna have you roll plus a daring to defy danger for me. I brought out two whole control group dice for you. Um, I know I'm daring plus one. Let's just say Ooh, spicy! So a 12! On a 12, you do it with style as you jump. There's, like, some Eucadian sailors that are, like, boarding the Vindication. You just, like, immediately, like, push them back into the water as you're getting up on the banister of the bow. You jump across, you know, 10 feet straight onto the other boat. Just start fucking digging your nails in, climbing up the Titan using the the portholes that are used to open up the cannons as you all look upon the titan you see that like they have opened the cannon holes and you see like the wall of cannons in front of you it is intimidating they're still not ready to go yet you still have some time for that but freya is using those to head to the top of the titan you get up there there's a bunch of like well-trained like not like your father general but like lieutenants higher up soldiers uh that are ready they've been trained by the ukadian army for such a long time and you take out your their their spears right that everyone's born a sinner not everyone's born <laughs> yeah, a saint um, spears. the one side of it says <laughs> every sinner no 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 i'm sorry i got this wrong the, the, the one side says, every saint has a past. The other side says, every sinner has a future. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you bust that out. It's like some Eucadian left-handed is like, little girl, what are you doing? Speared through the fucking head. <laughs> As Freya begins myrtleizing all of these high-up Eucadian guards. I'm sorry, myrtleizing? <laughs> Murderizing, like it's not even just like it's, regular. It's not murder. murder. It's, it's not brutal. brutal. It's, it's yeah. Murdle. It's murderizing. Yeah. <laughs> it's putting the, it's murdered. Just didn't want that to They're just go unnoticed because that was a beautiful yeah, no. word mash. <laughs> and then with a large thud, as we see Freya covered in the muck and grime of being a pirate and blood mirroring the images of her father from the beginning of this episode, breathing heavily. We hear a large thud as Balder Kirkengard drops down from the rigging, and in front of you, both of his axes at his side in his sharp Eucadian garb, his beard cut short, unlike your clan's normal fashion, 
as he looks to you, Freya, dead in the eye. Who the fuck are you? <gasps> and that's where we'll end this episode for today. Oh. <laughs> it's a good thing you stopped me. I was about to monologue. <laughs> and but it's fine. I'm sorry, the motion you did with that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> <On a> monologue. <laughs> Thank you, variables, for listening to Pirates of the All Sea. Next time it's the finale. Go to sleep. Yo ho ho. Good night. Sleep tight. That was crazy. Oh. Sorry, I have to plug in my laptop. Oh. Wait, you're taking my earphones off. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No. I thought you were going to take out a little battle map. A, a yeah, tiny he's one. I made you me. We went, to, we went to CVS, guys. We bought a three-panel poster board. In a, we in got minis. In addition to sandwiches, we made a battle map. It's first season D20 over here now. Uh, as you dip into the blinky, du- the inky darkness of the all sea, has <laughs> I love the I love the audio file. <laughs> we did. I quickly moved over file. to the. I quickly moved <laughs> over to the <laughs> audacity to look at my yell waveform to see if that laugh. was going to be too loud, <laughs> and it was loud. <laughs> I think I'm having allergies for the first time. Okay, because I never had allergies in Arizona, but it's springtime in Chicago, and now my nose itches and is running. There's, and I, that's what it is. Yeah, there's different pollen there. Yeah, the pollen's different. Your fuck. nose is like the fuck different is this? Pollen. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna blow my nose really quick, and then we'll and then we'll do okay. this. I'm sorry. It's just gonna distract me. I feel like uh, Freya would have also. Blown her nose. Yeah, blown yeah, her yeah. nose. She probably <laughs> blown, blown her nose this time. Like, like you know, dog. one of those like snot rockets, you know, and then corn dog. Yeah, <laughs> just down the gullet. Yeah, watching the Quick. wedding. Feels just like a cartoony mode. It. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting married on a boat. Yeah, I'm getting married on a boat. Married during the high stakes finale battle. Uh huh. Uh-huh. There's got to be. I mean. We're gonna kiss at the end of this wedding. We're gonna get. We're gonna kiss in a dangerous situation. Yeah, you're gonna get that plus one, baby. <laughs> I better get that plus one. You better know a wedding's gotta count. <laughs> That's why people get married in real life, right? I brought some. Who wants that plus one? There's literally a spell in D D that's called ceremony, where you marry two people and then they get a plus three to AC for like 24 hours. And for 24 hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the best spell. You should go around marrying people. Yeah, it's like a cleric spell, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. cleric main. High level clerics. Yeah. <laughs> As Freya, what would you like to do in this moment? Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.